Hello everyone and welcome to our second episode. This podcast is based on the card game We're Not Really Strangers, where we get to know people on a deeper level. In today's episode, we are introduced to Remy. I guess I'll just start with like my origins. <laughs> um, my dad's French and my mom's Indian. Um, I've um, I've moved around a, like I think I'm living in like my fourth country now. So I've moved around a little bit. It's been a lot. I know it, it could have definitely been worse. So I'm happy. I'm happy there wasn't like more too too much too many big changes. I lived for like ten years in Belgium. Um, I moved to India for six years and then Paris for two. I can't really think of much else right now. Yeah, that's okay. Don't worry. We can just dive in. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um, so, what would your younger self not believe about your life today? I guess partly, partly it would maybe be um, just being an adult, you know, just like being in charge of my life. Um, and, uh, you know, managing my time well, like working on things that have to be done. Um, okay, the managing time part is kind of a lie, to be honest, but <laughs> I, st- I think I'd still be surprised at, like, how I'm doing. Um, and yeah, just, just leading, like, a, like, a life I enjoy, I guess, like, cooking with friends, doing some sport hanging out. Is it because as a child you didn't think you were capable of doing those things or is it just because you were a child and you didn't think of them? <laughs> um, good question. I don't think I ever really thought about it. I don't think it was ever like a worry I had like oh my god uh, maybe maybe it's going to be really difficult out there. I, I guess the closest I've had to that was you know the couple days prior to going to uni. It's just you can get a bit anxious because it's a huge change. Um, and uh, I'd say that for my first year of uni, I definitely was not adulting. Um, it was just like, it was just like, I think I was just so happy to have so much freedom that I kind of abused it. Yeah. It was very enjoyable. And I know I needed to go through that phase to chill out a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I didn't just like, stay stuck in that that phase of uni how has your view on love evolved over time if at all hmm well to be honest um i'm not a hundred percent sure if i've ever felt love and i feel like uh first-hand experiences are definitely the most like formative ones like someone can give you a really good piece of advice that makes a lot of sense but uh, I feel like a lot of the time, especially for me, I won't, like, it might stick in my head, but it won't really, like, hit me as hard as if I live through something that that mm-hmm. teaches me that or that, like, reminds me of that lesson. Uh, my last relationship was, uh, like, was, like, a really strong connection. Um, no idea if it was love or not, but uh, it helped me, like, I know I think it helped me understand a lot about uh, intimacy and what I would like a relationship to look like. For for love itself, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. I I think I just have like, I think I've just gotten a bit closer to understanding what it would look like for me because I imagine it would depend from person to person. Mm-hmm, yeah. 
Share something you're most grateful for in this current moment. Well, there's a lot of things, um, <laughs> but I'll just throw one out there. Uh, I guess I'm very grateful to have a roof over my head and heating and, like, you know, enough money to get by, like, not have to worry about that constantly. Mm -hmm. I, went, I went camping with some friends up by uh, Demayat. Do you know of Demayat? Yeah. Yeah, I wish I would go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's beautiful, but like my experience with Demayat is if you go up there, like it, it's a really nice walk and yeah, I mean, it's a bit difficult, but like you get to the viewpoint and it's beautiful, and, but you can't really stay for very long because it's super windy. So like <laughs> even if it's really sunny down there, the, the wind is super strong uh, up, up at the top. And you can't really stay for very long, so you can't really stay to enjoy it very long. You just kind of have to head back to stay warm. But yeah, we went we went camping like close by there in November, and it was absolutely brutal. Like it was like everyone was almost everyone was underprepared. Um, only got a few hours of sleep. Luckily, I had a good sleeping bag to keep me warm. But like my toes got wet the night before, and they still hadn't dried by the time like oh, the wow. next day like by midday when we got back to town so like I just remember just standing there we had run out of firewood it was the morning and we were just trying to like get the fire to light we had burnt everything because we we had drank the light last night the night before just it, it helps keep warm like whiskey <laughs> and spirits and shit um but like when you're drunk you obviously don't think very logically and we're like ah screw it let's just let's just burn all this wood um which we definitely regretted the next day. But yeah, I just remember standing there, just like the sun was like very shy. There were a lot of clouds. And whenever it'd come out, uh, I'd like turn towards it and just try and expose my toes to it as much as possible. Just to like feel like just a couple, a couple like degrees increase. But yeah, after, after getting back, like getting back was unreal too. We, we were just like getting into the UL because we used the UL to get like, we went from campus to Demaya, uh, and because we live in town, we took the UL to get back, but we're just, like, we're all just, like, on, like, three, four hours sleep, and just, like, hungover, and, like, really cold, and, and, and still wet, uh, and we're just, like, on, on this UL bus. Uh, it just felt absurd to, like, walk back into civilization, even though it had just been, like, one night. Yeah. Um, and just to, <laughs> yeah, and just to be on this bus with people that were just going about their day, you know? But, um... <laughs> Yeah, after that, just getting home was just such a blessing. Just like, it's like you don't even have to, you don't have to think about wind or rain or yeah, like you have a hot shower. Exactly, I got like a microwave that can <laughs> heat up my food like that. You know. Yeah, that's not, that's a humbling experience, I guess. Definitely. What is something new you've learned about yourself recently? Hmm, just learning what can motivate me it's like for running and uh, I'm hoping I can apply that to other fields so just the fact that like I know I, th I think the main factor for me is the competition but I guess you can't you know ideally I'd apply that to academics but I don't think I, it's not as I don't think it's as applicable you know it's it's hard to compete with other people at uni you'd have to know someone from your course or from your modules and stuff and I don't perform super well academically so I think it would wouldn't motivate me as much but at least I know for sport like that helps and then also there's just like doing things with friends also makes it much easier yeah I guess that helps for study sessions too 
Just if yeah. you're doing something difficult with friends, it's it makes it much much more chill. I don't think I've been learning a lot about myself recently. Uh, I had a phase where I was like big into like self improvement and learning about myself. Just learning about myself so that I could learn about like what conditions I work best in or like what just like learn about why I'd be feeling some way. You know when you have those days that are really good but you just don't know why or just bad, really bad days? Yeah. Yeah, apparently that from what I understood, most things have a reason. So for that sort of stuff, all you got to do is dig deeper and like think about what you've been up to like before that day or, or like what situations led to you feeling that way. But it's so tiring and <laughs> like to do that on top of just living your daily life is quite intense. Yeah, and sometimes you don't want to dig because you don't want to find, like, the root of everything, I feel like. What are you overthinking right now? Mm, or in, in general, like, in this phase of your life, I'd say. I'm worrying about... I can't tell if it's overthinking, that's the thing. Um, uh, I don't think I'm super prone to overthinking. Definitely I was not as prone to it as, like friends I've met, you know, especially people with anxiety, um, but I think sometimes I worry, I definitely worry about, um, like, what might just future, just the future, like, as everyone does, I guess, just like careers, because uh, the film industry looks very brutal, <laughs> very harsh, and uh, I have zero experience in film, I don't really know where to get it. Um, I don't really know where to start. I was I was looking for like volunteer work over summer, but like specifically to film, it's very difficult to find. Um, and internships are kind of internships are more of a thing for when you have experience. So I yeah I guess I'm worrying about that a little bit. But I mean I guess I, I mean I know I'll figure it out as it as it comes. But you know I also just have to start. <laughs> and then I guess in general I've always worried about social interaction mostly most yeah mostly in real life i have i don't really have trouble speaking online i'm always way more anxious than i should be about approaching someone like i, I know that if someone just like threw me into like the situation i would handle it fine like i've had enough i've socialized enough to know like how it goes you know but um I'll, i'm always like overthinking about that first step uh, I don't I don't think I even like I know some people think about scenarios of how it could go wrong I don't think I even do that I think I just have like just this big intimidating idea of it I, I understood that this is like a typically human thing but like ideas can be more powerful than reality um, so it's one of those things where it's just like like in real life it would it would definitely be okay but in my head it's too scary <laughs> sometimes and uh, I hate that Sometimes I feel the need to drink to get rid of that. I don't want to depend on alcohol for, for, like, socializing. And has it ever always been like that? When I was younger, I was way worse. Uh, when I was younger, I was way more <clears throat> timid. Um, so I've definitely, like, come out of my shell partly. Um, I think my peak, my peak was definitely... Uh, after freshers or during during and after freshers in first year it was just like <laughs> it was just like socialization left and right man I, I don't remember how many people I met but it was enormous and like it was just like loads of booze and loads of people and loads of like first year energy so everyone was just like 
mm-hmm. mixing. And uh, after that, I just kind of got, I think for my whole first year, I kind of got rid of that fear. And then it kind of came back because during second year, I think it was mostly just, I mean, um, COVID and shit too. But also, uh, it's not entirely COVID's fault. It's also me. I just sort of like hang with people I know because it's comfortable. <laughs> But even though I enjoy meeting people, I guess maybe the best way for me to overcome that would be <laughs> just do it. Or, um, yeah. Or just like, I know that I struggle way less if I'm meeting someone, but with someone I already know. Like, I've already, I've already been chilling with a friend, and then they've invited their friend. And because I know one person at least, I already feel like. 80% more comfortable than if I, if it, if they weren't there. It's cool too cuz the new person gets to know me way faster. Yeah. You know? Like I kind of just like let go more. That's always something I'm thinking about in in the back of your mind. Yeah. Even though it doesn't like they don't happen that much these days. But yeah. <laughs> it, it's annoying cuz sometimes it'll just like ruin my night to the point where I'm just like oh I want, I want to talk to that person. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking to that person and then it's just like oh I didn't talk to like all these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like yeah, you miss opportunities because of that overthinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, but in in some cases, I just some cases I I don't mind. Like some cases, I'll just be like, all right, tonight I'm gonna chill with the people I know. What is a compliment you wish you received more frequently? Um, damn. Wow. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because you've asked me this, but like. I still feel like whatever I say will sound narcissistic. <laughs> um, but but because you asked me, on the one hand, I like compliments because they feel good, especially when they come from people I like. But on the other hand, I don't like them because I don't want them to. I don't like the egotistical boost I get from them. Like even though it can be a good thing, sometimes it just feels like pride should calm down a little bit. <laughs> Um, like, I don't want other people to, you know, boost it, uh, or anything. I don't know, because I'm thinking of, like, the compliments I've gotten, and I've enjoyed them. They've mostly been about, some people say I'm good-looking, some people say <laughs> I'm funny, and some people say uh, I have, like, an interesting way of thinking. I can't think of anything that, like, people have missed out that I would like to... And like some people call me athletic too, which is also true. And like I can't think of anything. Yeah, that's okay. That they're missing out, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's okay. If you could get to know someone in your life on a deeper level, who would it be? Maybe my dad, actually. I think I know a decent amount about my dad. Um, and he, you know, he's told me like a lot of childhood stories and stuff. But I think as males, um, I think he doesn't. He, he doesn't like open up as much maybe he's, it's also like something about being a dad and like seeming strong or whatever mm-hmm. I don't know for example like my grandpa passed away last summer and my dad uh, dealt with it like well from the outside what it seemed like it was pretty well um, I have nothing to say that he didn't deal with it well actually like it he handled it pretty well like he had to do like a lot of um, a lot of paperwork right after the death so it was really intense it was just him and my grandma just working like eight hours a day on just like loads of loads of paperwork it was the same thing with my grandma too like i was asking them like how they were and you know just telling them that i was i was here if they wanted to say anything but they never really opened up and i don't know if it's 
I don't know if they just did, don't have, like, surely they have a deeper level, but, like, I don't know how deep it is. Mm -hmm. I haven't really been exposed to it much, but I think it would be quite interesting. Yeah. Are you more interested in understanding others or in being understood? Both. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I have to choose one? No, it's up to you. No? You're going with both. See, though. Um, oh man, it would be so annoying if no one understood you. Or, yeah, because like understanding can go super deep. It's very meaningful, for sure. And like it comes in loads of different forms. Like you don't even need language, I guess. Understanding others. Well, then it kind of relates to like, do you care more about yourself or others? Yeah. Um, although, if you could be understood and you had some very meaningful messages, you could impact others. Yeah, exactly. Does it work the other way around too, then? Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> okay, so we're coming to the last question. And oh, damn. Yeah. Already. already. <laughs> and it's, um, if you could describe the feeling of being in love in one word, what would it be? Mm, a recurring theme, I see. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm at a, at a disadvantage here because I'm not certain that I've experienced love before. Right. And I'm not... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be romantic love. It can be That's true. love or family love. That is very true. I am ignoring <laughs> a lot of other types of love. I don't know. I guess it feels essential in a way. Um, I guess that kind of just goes back to... I know, like, without love, uh, I don't think much would function. Like, even, even, even just in nature, like, if, like, a mother and a father, just let random animals, I guess, uh, if a mother and father didn't, like, love their child, then their child would not survive very long, for example. Mm -hmm. And for humans, it's, like, such a big drive for, like, a lot of stuff so yeah i'd say it's love feels essential thank you for listening and thanks again remy for sharing a bit of yourself with us if you want to participate that's absolutely possible you just have to click the link in the description hope you enjoyed